Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers and not whistleblowers, where we have facts and not conspiracy terrorists, the podcast with solutions. And today, my guest is all the way from Germany, Hartmann, Hartmut Schumacher. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yes, you did. You did. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being on your show. And um, yeah, uh, you told me that you wanted to know something more about the about the history of the pharmaceutical and the chemical industry, which was established in, in Germany. Exactly. And um, I will tell you something about this, what I learned by the presentation of Dr. Matthias Rath, Movement of Life, which was presented on the 8th of June, 2011. And this, um, uh, they found out by the war crime tribunal of Nuremberg, which was held between November 1945 and, uh, 19, and April 1949, um, what they found out by researching the documents. Uh, Dr. Matthias Rath was one who um, made the research together with the survivor of Auschwitz, like August uh, Kowalczyk and Jesse Ulatowski. And uh, you can find all these information, which I will present to you uh, on the homepage profitoverlife.org, where they put everything together and where they have uh, researched, uh, where they have yeah, examined all the documents of the Nuremberg War Crime Tribunal. And uh, so it's really exciting. And uh, because uh, this is real stuff, like it was said by George Orwell in 1984, if you control, if you want to control the future, you have to control the past. And if you control the present, you control the past. No, like this. Like just, just on that, because first I put the description of, I put the link so people can see it. But the other yeah. thing is, I do not trust the pharmaceutical industry from my own personal experience and from what I've seen over the years. And I think the story that you were about to tell will let people know how they operate. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the situation is um, that the that the people, for example, are, we are human beings, and since the development of the printing press in the 16th century, uh, we have made a huge development, and uh, this development uh, concerning education, concerning politics, concerning um, science, yeah, it was possible by reading and by by writing and so we could discuss we could co contemplate many things and uh, this was uh, the yeah initiation of of arising the human being to what a human being can be yeah and um, and also the elimination of diseases by science by person like Louis Pasteur for example and uh, this knowledge has also uh, was also the driving force for the democracy, and was uh, the re was uh, the reason for the thirty years of war against the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church against the Catholic Church, because people could start to read the Bible by themselves. So we had here a huge exponential knowledge, also in in healthcare in many things. So in education, science, commerce, trade, culture, and politics. Uh, but in, um, 
Well, in the year 1863 and 1865, three very important companies were established. And this was Bayer, Höchst, and BASF, which were the first chemical companies in the world. And um, they were, they become, um, well, they become so famous because they were able to copy uh, the nature. For example, uh, Bayer um, took the willow tree and it copied uh, um, um, something from the willow tree, which became aspirin. Yeah. Or, uh, for example, Bayer could also took, uh, could copy procaine from the coca plant, which is very good for, uh, for, for um, decreasing pain. Yeah. And uh, so they have started to, um, to register all the chemical formulas, what they could find. And these were thousands of thousands of formula. And they, and they understood immediately that they can, that they will control the world by this chemical formula. And it is like this. You can, every, um, I think, uh, I don't know how much, but I think every minute we touch something which comes from the chemical industry. Yeah, it's, it's, nearly, it's nearly unbelievable. And, um, and first of all, they, they, uh, they found out how to copy nature and then they wanted to know how to appropriate it, how to possess the nature in order to commercialize it. And uh, many people um, underestimate or is the is the patent law. Yeah, we we know a lot of laws. Uh, we know a lot of laws, and uh, also the patent law is is quite known. But this patent law was established in 1877 in Germany, and um, it it put on a penalty if you copy the patent without permission. And this is something which was a complete new way um, of possessing things. And um, by this patent law, um, the chemical industry understood that they can conquer the world. And this was the reason why, for example, people like, um, Carl Duisburg, who was the CEO of Bayer and the chairman of the infamous IG Farben cartel, which was the world's largest chemical company in the world. Oh, which was the world, yeah. Uh, he was the man who um, has negotiated with the imperial, um, with the emperor, emperor of Germany in order to start the First and Second World War. So the first and second world war was the attempt of the chemical industry in order to establish the patent law worldwide. Yeah, this is, um, uh, this was the first trial and um, they could convince the emperor to do the first world war by their possibility to create bombs from air. This was completely new, completely new. Before the, before the establishment of the chemical industry, there was not such a mass, mass destruction possibility in a war. And um, as air consists of 70% of nitrogen, they could find out to, to separate the nitrogen from air and uh, establish 
ammonium, ammonium, yeah, ammonium, and this can become bombs. And this was the first time, and also uh, mustard gas, mustard gas, was also the first weapon of mass destruction. Chemical warfare, warfare agents were introduced in the First World War, and the patent for mustard gas was uh, the owner was Bayer. So um, the situation is uh, that in the First World War, 16 million soldiers and civilians died, 20 million were wounded, and this was the collateral damage for establishing the patent law worldwide. This is this is what, and and the people didn't know it. Yeah, we all thought thought it was it was a terror attack in Serbia. What was the reason? And this is not true. Yeah. And this was founded, and all these documents were found by the uh, Nuremberg War Crime Tribunal. Tribunal, but uh, these documents were hidden in a cellar. They were never put online, and by finding them. Uh, the people uh, make them public. And um, well, after the chemical industry has lost the First World War, uh, they uh, decided to unify their companies uh, to, make a, to make a joint venture. And so in 1926, Bayer, BASF and Hooks became the biggest chemical company in the world. Uh, with a company value of 11 billion rice mark and more than 80,000 employees worldwide. Mm -hmm. And um, they have established a headquarter near Frankfurt. And um, they put more than 80 million rice mark in the National Socialist Party. And uh, we have, for example, a very interesting um, history event, historical event in Germany. And on the, on the 27th of January, um, Hitler became Reichskanzler, Chancellor of Germany. And on the 27th February, uh, 1933, the Reichstag building burned uh, and was attacked by communist parties. There was one uh, communist from the Netherlands. I forgot his name. He said that he claimed that he was. He said that he was the only one who, who has um, fired, uh, put thirty-three canister or boxes of petrol in fire within thirty minutes, which is nearly impossible. But this is the official version, and uh, the Nuremberg War Crime Tribunal. Um, found out that on the same day when on the 27th of February, the Reichstag burned, um, was, yeah, was burned or was put in fire, uh, the, the IG Farben um, ordered a transfer of 400,000 Reichsmark to the trust account of the National Socialist Party. So it was an order this this um, Reichstag uh, burning. And the interesting thing is this was the day when the Republic changed in a dictatorship. And the, um, 
and uh, the reason was um, to secure the people from socialists and uh, socialist democrats and from communists and they were put, they were put all in prison and uh, the uh, the IG Farben established also um, an office in Berlin which was a consulting company and uh, which uh, um, which has established the uh, four-year plan in order to conquer the world within uh, by war. Yeah. And um, there was a, also a very strong lawyer, uh, Walter Halstein, for example. He was the Nazi state legal strategist. And in a speech of uh, January 23, 1939, he told how he wants to put the economic laws, the social laws, the administrative laws, the patent laws, and the blood and honor laws in the occupied countries. So this was the target to put all the laws in, uh, in other countries, especially the patent law, and also one currency, uh, like we have it today. And um, when they made this, um, when they started the war, they have also established uh, the concentration camps in Auschwitz, for example, what we all know. But the most people don't know that directly beside Auschwitz concentration camp, that there was the biggest, uh, large or the largest industrial complex uh, during the wartime which was the IG Auschwitz, which was a 100% um, subsidiary of the IG Farben. And this was a chemical a complex of 24 square kilometers, three kilometers, um, well, and eight kilometers long. It's, it's unbelievable. Huge, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they produced the bombs for the general plan, general a general um, plan East, which was the, the plan to conquer Russia. They produced all the munition for it and the bombs. And um, besides, uh, the concentration camps were used as test centrals, uh, centrals for um, preparations and for, for, for patents. Um, you will find, for example, then, well, we are all told in our history that we had that there were very mad uh, doctors who were crazy and who were who tortured all these people. And uh, this is not the reality. The reality was that um, the chemical industry, like Bayer, sent uh, medical drugs with numbers so um, that uh, they can test it. Um, the drugs on uh, the on the prisoners of Auschwitz, and this was uh, this. And the interesting thing is, if you take a nitrogen atom and put a, neck, a second nitrogen atom uh, together, then you have an azo compound, and this azo compound is the foundation for the so-called chemical therapy or chemotherapy. And if you take a third nutrition uh, 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 nitrogen um, atom to the azo compound, then you have to found the basis for the most sold 
is drug in the world today. Yeah, this is uh, this is the situation. Um, what the people um, don't know that all these foundations were set in the concentration camps. Yeah. And um, the Nuremberg war crime tribunal found also out that without Bayer, BASF and Hooks, there were there would have never been um, a world war like uh, one or two because uh, they delivered nearly 100% of synthetic robot, 100% of blood serum, 100% of oil, 95% of poisonous gas, 84% of explosive, and 55% of all pharmaceuticals. And these, these documents can all be seen on the homepage profitoverlife.org. Yeah. And um, so the Second War, World War was the second attempt of the chemical drug cartel at the military conquest of the world to create a one single planet-wide market. And I emphasize the, the, the importance of the patent law because, um, uh, well, we are in a we are in a situation right now where um, where we shall get an mRNA vaccination. And uh, the interesting thing is the mRNA and this, the interesting thing is about the vaccinations is that there are three kinds of vaccinations which were developed. The classical one, where you get the, the virus directly in the, in the system and the immune system starts to attack. The second one, which is, uh, which, is in a, which is in a phase of trial, which is not on the market so far, is where DNA particles or parts of a very dangerous virus like Ebola is connected to uh, a normal virus like flu and then it gets injected in the uh, in, in the in the blood in the system of the body of, of human beings so that the immune system can attack the flu virus and by attacking the flu virus they learn how to attack the ebola virus so you, there's immunization without getting sick and the third uh, way of uh, making the virus uh, making a vaccination is to take DNA particles of a virus, put these DNA particles in lipid nanoparticles, which can cover, which can, which will have um, secure, which will secure them within, within this lipid nanoparticles. They are, they are the, there is the DNA of the, um, of the virus. So, and if this kind of lipid nanoparticles is injected to the immune to the to the human being the immune system cannot see that this is a virus it cannot it cannot analyze it as a virus and the lipid nanoparticles will go directly in the cell and within the cell the the dna uh, the dna of the virus will released and this can change maybe the um uh the cell there are the rnr RNA of um, of the of the human being. Yeah, I have seen where they had ferrets and they've done tests 
And basically what happened is the disease actually attacked itself then, so the birds died from it. They were doing tests on birds because seemingly the, the organs are similar to a human. And the, yeah, and the other thing is in President Reagan's time, he signed a bill that the pharmaceutical industry, they're not liable for any uh, side effects from the injections. And that kind Correct. of seems to spread labeled. across the world, Yeah, which is unbelievable. Yes, it is like this. And um, this is my way of thinking. Um, let's say it will change the RNA of the human being. Um, I got a very strange idea. I got the idea, okay, if for example, I take as a scientist, I take a normal natural potato. And if I change the, the genetic of this uh, potato, I have a patent on this potato and I can get a license for it. So if the chemical industry has put so much effort in order to establish the patent law around the globe, what happens with me as a human being if I'm, my RNA is changed? Am I, do I have the same rights like a potato or is there a difference like a potato? I don't know. <laughs> it's a very interesting question. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, there was a person working for me and they had a friend that had a farm. They were growing potatoes and McDonald's came in and took the rights to it and planted their own potatoes. And the animals that normally would eat the potatoes no longer ate the potatoes. So that will actually tell you whatever they do to these things, they can actually, with the injection, whatever way they're created, that from the start, you know, they're kind of detrimental to your health. So if the animals aren't eating it, why should we? Yes, correct. And, um, and what I want to emphasize is, for example, um, the most the most people don't listen to these old stuff because this old stuff has nothing to do with today but uh the situation what we what we had could learn from these things which were which passed 70 years ago these things give a clue how these executive managers of these of these company thought long time ago yeah and if we are facing the situation right now, yeah, it is, um, it is nearly the same. And the problem is that um, in the war crime uh, tribunal, there were, there were, it was not only one, there were 13 war crime tribunals. And this number six was against the 24 hygiene farm managers. And while the, the politicians and the military uh, personnel, which were responsible for the death of people, they were killed or were put in prison for a very long time. The 24 IG farm managers, they were put in jail for a couple of years. And then after it, after a couple of years, they, came, they became the captains of the biggest companies in Germany again. And this is something what is very uh, important to know. For example, the CEO of Bayer, which was Fritz Temer, uh, he was sentenced to prison for nine years. And he was, uh, he was sentenced for 
crimes against humanity. He wants the man who, who has created the sentence work makes free on the, on the concentration camp of Auschwitz. Yeah? And this um, man one sentence was, sentenced, was put in prison for nine years. And after nine years, he became the CEO, or not the CEO, uh, he became a member of the Council of Bayer and of the Council of, the, of, of a bank in Germany. Yeah? And, um, and the, yeah, the political and military henchmen were put in long term in prison or were killed. And, um, and what also interesting too is that the shares of IG Farben, which was the main booty of the World War II, went under the control of the Rockefeller Group in USA and Rothschild UK and France investment group. So they are the one who are own, who are the owner of Bayer BSF, IG Farben, uh, Bayer BSF, Höchst and Sanofi. Höchst is today Sanofi. And, um, and yeah, and uh, I'm very happy that, uh, that the survivors of the, of the concentration camp made this research because otherwise we wouldn't know this. Yeah, we would still trust our government. Uh, it's, it's, it's insane. It's so interesting, the, the, uh, the, the DNA of the animals, they know when they shall be killed. For example, take a rat and put her poisoned food uh, anywhere. She knows that it is poisoned, normally. Yeah? And we have the same feeling, but, we're, but, we are, but, by, the main, but the, by the medias, we are so dumped <laughs> that we <laughs> forget it. Yeah? And, um, and this, that the, the, the fact that the, that the captains of the, of the big pharma industry during the Second World War would put, were put in power again after the World War, this had a big influence on Europe, a very big one. Because um, Walter Hallstein, for example, who I mentioned before as the lawyer who, had to, who was responsible for putting the laws into the occupied countries. He was the one who signed with our Chancellor Konrad Adenauer the, the Treaty of Rome, and he became the first president of the European Union, which is nearly, yeah, <laughs> which is really. No, like I, I, I know that the European Union, a lot of people think, yeah, this is a great thing. It is not. Like, I'm not sure no. if even with the Ireland, it was the Lisbon Treaty. We voted against that and we had to vote again in Ireland because we voted wrong. We, we should have voted yes, but we voted no. So a year later, everybody was telling us. And when you investigate how it's done, all the laws and everything, like there's one MEP that I watched, they were showing how the laws are being passed and he had a, a hidden camera. And basically when they're going for the bills that they're going to be signing on, they have to be accompanied into a room that's closed in and they're not allowed to have a video camera. They're not allowed to have a tape recorder. If they're making notes, they can only make little tiny notes. They can't write it down verbatim. And they're the laws that are being passed in Europe. So that in itself will prove total corruption if you have to do it that way. Yes, and, uh, and with, uh, with the Lisbon Treaty, all the European countries gave away their constitutions. Yes. And the constitution for human, for human beings. 
And also, mm-hmm. like, because we're coming from World War One, World War Two, loads of people aren't aware of this PEPSCO. There's a seek. There's no a European army. Ireland was neutral, and they secretly voted this in, and they're giving billions to a European army. And what the armies want, they want war. Most people aren't aware that there's a a European army being formed. Yes, correct. Yes. And uh, you can see it also. You can see it also in the in the construction of the building of the European Union. The headquarter has uh, has the symbol of the Swazitska, which is the, which was the Nazi Nazi symbol. And this is uh, this is the structure of the Brussels headquarter, European headquarter. And the interesting thing is the the the, the, the office which was in Berlin uh, was brought to Brussels after the World War. So. The, the the office of the chemical industry which made the consultation for the government and and uh, if we think about the european commission for example the european commission if we think about von der Leyen, i got um, before i knew this i thought maybe there are 12 or 12, 30 or 50 people who sit on the table have a cup of coffee and uh, make the decisions and uh, we have a european parliament with 700 736 members but the European Commission operates an army of more than 54,000 technocrats. So if you have one parliament member, there are 80 lobbyists who tell the parliament member what to tell and what to think and what to decide. And it's, your tax is paying for all of that. Yes, and the European, um, the easy, um, European stability mechanism, which is, uh, it's the sold out of the, of, of, of the people. They cannot be put in jail, they cannot be put in court, and, but they can ask for money every time. And uh, so there is, and this was established by the chemical drug and oil cartel. We can, we can, elect the, the European Parliament, but the European Parliament has nothing to say. And, and, this is, and this is how it is in all states, I guess. You have the NGOs. The NGOs, if we think of an NGO, we think of a company maybe with 50 or 100 people. But I have no idea so far, but I think this is huge. The pressure is huge. Yeah. You, the, uh, I got an. I read an article where, where it was said that Navalny works for the NGO of Soros, and you can see the the huge impact on Russia. What Navalny wanted to have, or for example, um, uh, take a look uh, to to Belarus. Yeah, uh, Lukashenko said that uh, the world, the, the IMF offered him in June ninety two million. Three weeks later, uh, the World Bank 920 million. In the case, he would me- take measurements like the measurements was taken concerning the virus in Italy. And this is, and he refused. And now that, and now you see the situation in Belarus. And with this information, um, we can think how many, how many countries must uh, have taken the money? This is a good question. Yeah. No, exactly. So um, 
And the problem of the European Union is, as the oil and drug cartel runs the European Union, Bayer, BSF, Höchst and Sanofi, uh, there are only two countries who run the European Union, and this is uh, France and Germany, represented by Macron and by Merkel. Yeah. And uh, all the other countries, um, yeah, Denmark, Poland, Ireland, etc. Czech Republic, they don't Czech, yeah, Czech Republic, Slovakia, they don't have to say anything. The only country which is uh, also very powerful but quite hidden is, uh, is Austria because they are the only country beside the US who have United Nations building in the country. So this is also very, this is also a symbol for power, but they work more hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the situation is the, um, this drug cartel wants to get control about health, energy and food, especially GMO. And um, by the drugs and by the vaccinations, as you already said, they are not reliable for any problems which will, which will come. Not at all. And, um, and the World Health Organization is also, was also interesting. Uh, in the first time when, when Trump refused to pay any money to the World Health Organization, which country was the first who supported the World Health Organization and uh, gave the money which was so essential? It was Germany. Ireland did as well, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is uh, this is the problem, and um, the they want to they want to the one hand is to make money with diseases. So you need the diseases, and then you can bring the results, and you can you can take the money from the people, and you can also slave enslave the countries completely by this system. Um, if, for example, Ireland was, is also this, it's Ireland, Spain, Portugal, and Greece. These are the countries which have made this bad experiment where the IMF and the World Bank wanted to support the countries. And in the moment when the IMF and the World Bank want to support the countries, they start to, um, to increase or to improve the country by improving the healthcare system. And um, by improving the healthcare system, um, they make contracts between the governments of the countries and the pharmaceutical and the drug cartel. And then all these um, countries have to have to pay monthly or have to have to pay for drugs which will be delivered to the country and these drugs will never be used because it's too much and they cannot pay the bills and by and and this drains completely the national economy and then uh, consultants come to the country and say well you have you have to um, close the schools you have to decrease your um, uh, your social costs, you have to decrease the, the hospital. No, hospitals not because they need to, the pharmaceutical industry, uh, pharmaceutical drugs, but they drain more and more the, the, the countries 
And so the, the bankruptcy is only a question of time. And then the European Union can make, can make a takeover of the continent. Of the com and, and in the media, you can listen that the, um, that the Greek people are too lazy and get too much money when they are retired, which is completely nonsense. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, no, I'm well aware of the Irish situation because I've kind of kept my finger on the pulse on that. And they got a bailout of something like 60 billion at a very high interest rate. The hospital situation, I've never seen something so bad in all my life. There was people, this was before this uh, COVID pandemic, it was people in corridors. So like they, they were closing wards, but yet people were uh, in lying on trolleys in corridors. All the banks were bailed out. So they bailed out the banks, but yet the individuals, they made them pay. They didn't give them any bailout. So the money that was for the bailout, you would think would be for the individual, but it wasn't. It was all for the banks. They repossessed sure. everyone's home. I've never seen such homelessness in my life. They then put them into like uh, accommodation, and some of this accommodation that they're in, they're in hotels, is costing the taxpayer a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand per family. Yet they could have been on a mortgage of ten thousand a year, and there was no kind of forgiveness. There was no interest, uh, only to allow them to get back on track. The whole lot was orchestrated, and everybody is suffering. And the taxes have gone through the roof. The whole government is controlled. You know that the decisions that they're making. They recently made another decision on the vulture funds. They've gave more power to the vulture funds. So no human being that cares about other people would do such a thing. And every single, like in Ireland, which proves kind of the pol political situation, because some people think, oh, we'll just vote for the other side. They're all controlled because in Ireland, you have left and right for the last hundred years, these two parties were against each other. They're now in party together with the Greens and they all voted for a vulture fund bill. And every single thing that they're doing is not for the people. It's just for the system where we're slaves for life. Yes. The whole lot is orchestrated. And the sooner people wake up to this, the better because knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And, and, and this, is, this is what you said. The banks didn't, the money was never for the people. It was, the, the money was given to the banks, which were, which paid the pharmaceutical industry, the, the bills. Yeah. It's, it's, this is, this is the complete system. And so, and, and um, by, um, by, by make the situation worse in, in whole Europe, they could implement the international stability mechanism. And this is the direct, um, the direct control to the money of the people. Yeah. So this is, uh, uh, it's, it's insane. And um, they want to, um, well, yes, this, and at the moment they show their I will say the bloodiest face with this situation, which the control of, uh, or which, or which by, the, by the lockdown. Um, the situation is a war. A war is the best way to, to change the society. But the problem is the people don't want to have war anymore. Mm. And, um, you cannot make an uh, you cannot make a change of the society by war, so you have to find another solution. 
And this is the situation what we have today. It's, uh, it's by degrees, it's by uh, stopping the economy, high inflation, uh, stopping the food supply. Yeah. I, I've, I've, uh, I read that in, in, in UK, they uh, have a strategy plan for, uh, for control to food supply in November. And this is, and because of nearly nothing. Yeah. Matter after crippling but, um, the economy, and like a lot of people think, because of this COVID thing, the amount of businesses that have gone under and like they're repossessing houses already. Some people think they're going to get a bailout and that they'll get a check from the the government. It's all a lie. It's they're getting a small bit of money just to keep them quiet at the moment. But the reality is they're going to take all their properties off them. Their businesses are already gone. They're going to be slaves to the system, and they have to be complaint, or they won't get their. Yes you know, social welfare after that. Yes, this is the, we are making in Germany right now the, um, the test for three years for the basic income. They wanted to give it to 120 people. And in the case that, were, that there were more than 1 million applicants, they wanted to uh, make uh, it by choice. And within three days, they had more than 1 million applicants for this test. And... Um, and, this, and the situation, for example, also this, uh, the, um, the money which is, given to, uh, which is given by the government to the, um, to the population, it was, <laughs> they, they, you are only allowed to ask for money which, um, which gives you the possibility to, to pay the fixed costs. So, for example, if you have rent an office, if you have an in the office, you have a uh, you have a telephone, or in the office you have a you have a computer where you have to pay bills. These are the things where you can get the money from, but you cannot get the money for your personal income. In that moment, you have to go to the social, uh, you have to go to the social security system, and have to ask for for paying the rent and all that stuff. It's unbelievable, and you are completely yeah, and you are and you are listed in, in the in the um, yeah, and you you get listed in, in as someone who has got the money, and then if, for example, the the regime changed very strongly, like it is right doing right now, imagine you would if you imagine you have asked for too much money. In that moment, it, because no one said what the penalty could be. Also very interesting. They said if you ask for too much money, or if you if you betray us. You will get. Uh, uh, we will bring you to court. But they would say not what the what what it will what the penalty will be. And the problem is the whole court system is corrupt because every time your political party changes, the whole court system, the the top judges change. So you're not even you don't have a fair case when you go to court. In Germany, um, the Interpol. I don't know whether this is right. I have to. Oh, I have to be careful. Um, I I heard that, but I don't know where anymore. The Interpol does not accept a decision from a German court because the German court is too close to the government. And um, and and the problem is also um, the young people in Germany because uh, now. The government tries to 
to decrease the age for, for voting, for doing elections, they shall be 17 or 16, in order to bring the Green Party in power. But the Green Party, we get the impression that the Green Party is very uh, common, is a socialist party. And this is, and uh, the, and the, and the black green party today, which would be the result if we would have uh, elections right now, if we were, if we, if we had a little elections right now, this would be what would be the result. This is uh, horrible because this is like a German Democratic Republic. It's uh, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, and these people are also invited in in any kinds of trafficking. It's it's really insane. Well, the same people that have done that are involved with the pharmaceutical industry created the hoax of the climate change, and unfortunately, because everybody's heard it so many times on the corrupt media, they started to believe it. And then they start to get on board. But if you look at what's happening, even in Ireland with the Green Party's in, they're not the good boys. And, you know, you just need to be very careful. The situation is you can everything you can read on, on the website of the World Economic Forum. Because they have a COVID action plan or a COVID action platform. And the symbol is accidentally the same like Black Lives Matter. And uh, if you, uh, it's, it's a very, it's <laughs> from the structure, it's one of the most intelligent websites I have ever seen, but you can go on, on the website, go on the platform for COVID-19 uh, COVID action, go and look for biotechnolo biotechnology. Um, what they have put out is human enhancement. Um, we have here in Germany, we have on YouTube um, a report uh, where they can, where they showed how um, how there was um, a plan concerning human enhancement, enhanced minds, enhanced bodies, enhanced genes, uh, humanness and autonomy, enhanced long longevity. Longevity. This was all on this uh, on the platform of World Economic Forum, but I cannot find it anymore. And uh, they have. Um, well, you can interpret it like this, that they, that they try to exchange the human bodies in uh, something else. And uh, that, uh, well, with 5G, we will not have the uh, possibility to, uh, of the reproduction anymore. And this exactly. is something which is... The problem is, for example, people like you and me and maybe also our audience, can listen to these things because we are so deep involved in this business many for so many years for us it is logic to see these things and to connect these things with other with other situations in this world because we have we have to we we are dealing with these things for for many many years but um the problem for with awakening the people is that the most people have, until January to 2020, they trusted the government because they have reached something in their life. They have their own home, they have their, maybe their own flat, they have their own car, they, have their, they can travel two times, uh, two times a year in, uh, to Mallorca, and they are satisfied with their life, and for this reason, they trust 
the government. And now um, people like you and me come to them and say, hey, you cannot trust the government anymore. And we are the one who try to destroy the trust in the government. And for this reason, they think we are the bad guys. Exactly. We're attacked. I mean, when you're posting stuff, does people are just constantly questioning, yeah, trying to, you know, they're using fact checkers, which are owned by the, the, the bad boys as well. And they're putting up links as if what you have posted is incorrect. But the reality is we're doing this to help people. We're doing this, like a lot of the stuff that I've done is personal experience that I've seen the corruption that has gone on in all industries. So I knew from that and the deeper that i was delving the more the worse it was getting and like the reality is w- what i would like is the people that are involved in this like the people working for the pharmaceutical companies the doctors that are involved in this the police that are actually blocking people to step back look yourself in the mirror and go we're actually creating this that's going to affect us because if you think because you're a police officer you're going to be safe because you're part of the boys club you're not you're nobody no. You're, you're 20 years time or even one year later, you're out, you're part of the system and every one of your children, your relations, your family are going to be part of this new society that you will have helped. And it's like, if you've got friends or family members that are police or that are in the medical industry, you need to ask them the questions. Are you actually complying to this? Are you helping this situation? Because if you are, you, you need to stop because we can't attack an industry. We can't attack the pharmaceutical industry. We can't attack the banking industry because they've got a press that prints the money. We have to go for the individual and not attack them, but just get them to change, get them to open their eyes and go, okay, I've been, I've been compliant with this system and I need to change what's going on. There are, there are German and American lawyers who tried to make a lawsuit again uh the developer of the pcr test and all the producers of the pcr test and all uh, the administration um by a a lawsuit um a collecting lawsuit where everyone can pay 860 euros and then they represent your your damage what was done by the by the um by the lockdown and um, you guarantee for but you guarantee them 10% of the outcome as their money and this lawsuit shall be done in the united states because the united states is the only country where you can do these things like to to make a lawsuit against volkswagen and they want to do this and this is the only real hope what we have yeah this is it. Because in that moment, all the producers of the PCR test and, and um, also the developer of the PCR test, they, they have to put in jail and have to, have to pay the penalties. And um, interesting to note is also that the, the developer of the PCR test, uh, Dr. Drosten, his PhD, you cannot find in the library. It's not there. Yeah. It is, it is rent, uh, someone rented for, for years and you cannot get it. Normally you, you need this in the library so that you can see what kind of PhD did he wrote. So possible to see. And there is a lawsuit against the PCR test because the PCR test is, um, there are people who say this doesn't work uh, because they say, for example, if you, uh, if, 
if 5G is implemented, in that moment, the 5G system has an effect on the cell itself. And if a cell is damaged or if a cell is stressed, it produces exosomes. And by the, producing, by the production of exosomes, um, or the, uh, the exosomes cannot be, the, uh, a doctor or a scientist cannot make a difference whether the exosome is a virus or not. So the, so the PCR test only examines the ex, that there is an exosome. And if they find the exosome, then you are a positive tested, which isn't, which is, but it says nothing about the virus. Yeah. yeah. This is, um, this is very, yeah, very strange. And uh, now they increase the tests in Germany. They have increased the tests 100,000 tests in one week more. I think 900,000 tests in a week they did. But the, but the figure, the total figure of the positive tests of people decreased in comparison of, uh, to the quantity. Yeah. Uh, but no one, is, no one is interested in these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, um, this is a strange situation. And, and also here, the, the, already the um, psychological traumatization of the children is enormously um we had here in germany a doctor yesterday uh, i saw a video of a doctor who told a child to put up the mask in his office and the children started said nothing but started to cry and then he said that the child that he has children in his office who told him that they would have beetles on their skin and if they would touch with, their, with her skin the grandmother, the beetles could go to her grandmother and could kill the grandmother. So the implementation in the minds of the children, this is a shame. Yeah. And it looks like that this, uh, that this is, uh, that this is um, done by the teachers. I saw, I saw books from, for the first class where children have, can see uh, what is right and what is wrong? Wearing a mask, washing hands, holding distance is right. But playing with other children, whispering in the ear of another children, or singing together is wrong. This is, this is taught to the children in the first class. This traumatization, you cannot... How many, how many lessons of psychotherapy shall they get until they are 70? It's and, I mean, the parents are being complained. The parents are allowing this to go on. And, you know, like they're, I, I think it's in Texas, they're actually going to inject all the, the children there. They're going to take them from the parents. There's so many laws going on around the world. Like people need to start researching and realizing that we're all pawns in a game that they're playing. And uh, I, I, taught, I, uh, I had a conversation with the teacher here in, in my area. And the interesting thing is she only knew one person who refused to vaccinate her children. All the others, they don't care. And this is, this is a really um, difficult situation. Yeah, the people don't care 
about the vaccination. I hope that we have uh, five to 10 million people in Berlin tomorrow. And um, our colleague Zahi in Australia, he said, he, because he was from Iraq, for example, in Iraq, it takes 50% of the population in order to make a regime change. And they know this. And, um, and for example, in Iraq, you have 25% fascists who have made a genocide against the Christians. Uh, so that, for example, um, until 2015, two or three million, or bef before war, two or three million Christians lived in Iraq, and now they are 200 to 300,000. Yeah, so 90% uh, died or left the country. And this is, and this is what the government is fearing that that the people can get a critical point in order to make a regime change. And uh, yeah, the most we have to we have to be very careful that that it is not too late. Well, I think the and, most important um, thing is the loop because. The story that you've been telling all through was how corrupt the pharmaceutical industry is. And you must remember, they haven't changed. And now they're the guys that are creating the injections that you're going to give to your children and maybe to yourself. And just be conscious of that. Yes. This is... Um, and the, in, I think, for example, concerning Russia, I have my personal opinion. Um, they, they have already made a vaccination and all of the countries which or the countries which were not so satisfied with the world health organization or which were con uh, who confronted the world health organization with the uh, with the reality like brazil they buy all this vaccination from russia and the world health organization doesn't accept it and all the western um media they um well they say that this is a very dangerous vaccination it's interesting to know yeah and um in my opinion if the world health organization and the western people say that this is a that this is a dangerous um vaccination then i'll listen twice because um i guess it has not the effect which it shall have yeah, this is, and uh, one billion people already. One, uh, they already sold one billion uh, injections. Yeah. Until so, yes, and uh, this is, and there is also a, a homepage Deagle, which which shows. I don't know who who is running Deagle. I don't know, but uh, there are several um, percentages how the population shall be decreased. For example, in Germany, 65%. In US, 84%. In, I've seen that. Uh, Ireland as well. They were showing 1.3 million. The UK from 60 to 15 million. And they're saying by 2025. Like, it, yeah, it's strange when you see these things. Yeah, it's strange. But, uh, but it's it this um, uh, interesting to note is that in Russia, you said you, there was zero. Yeah. And to order to in in order to understand this, the as you see in the history how the how the Nazis took over Europe 
they not only took over Europe, it's, it's possible that they also took over the United Nations and the World Health Organization. It's possible. So if you see the, uh, if you see the plan, uh, which, uh, which shows, um, the World Economic Forum shows exactly that this is not a pandemic. Everyone who has some intelligence and can read will see that this is not a pandemic. It's a plandemic. Yeah. And this, the people have to, uh, but the problem is that most people don't, will not listen to it because it's not, it's about, it's going beyond the possibility to go to three, to go through fear. I like to compare it with a clownfish and a whale, a friendship between a clownfish and a whale. The clownfish knows exactly everything about the riff, but he will never understand the beauty and the deepness of, of the ocean. And um, a whale knows this, and whale can dive, can dive 500 meters deep. So he can explain the clownfish how it is, but the clownfish, clownfish will never understand this. And this is the difference also between people like you and me. We, uh, by reading this information, by understanding this information, we went already through this fear. We have the possibility to dive 500 meters deep. But the most people, they go to school, they make, a, they make a job like a bank clerk, for example, and then they make the career in the bank. They, they buy a house on a credit, they buy a car on a credit, and then they, with the years, they get the impression that they, can, that they own something and that they have increased everything and they have established a family. And they are in, a, in, the, they are in the mainstream system, completely present. And to get and then to to meet people like us, we are already disturbing by existing, because they feel that we think different. And um, this is uh, well, we have to accept this. Well, Sometimes I think more that, waking uh, up. More waking up, and um, I th sometimes I got the impression that they are behind us, not behind the other people, because um, um, the situation, uh, let me say it this way, um, the, the, the people or the entities who have the possibility to control the world, they have the possibility to predict everything by the control. And as long as, the U, as long as the people are living in the mainstream, they use their creativity within the system. And as long as the creativity is used in the system, everything is predictable and everything is controllable. Only the people who take the creativity in order to think out of the box, these are dangerous because these are the people who cannot, who cannot be predicted. Exactly. And that's why they're shutting it down because if you post anything, it's taken down off Facebook. As good friends of mine have put brilliant things up on YouTube, they were being blocked and it's all been truth, but they were blocked. A lot of the stuff, even the book that I wrote, a lot of the stuff that I had has all been taken down. Some of my guests, 
doctors, pharmacists, they were saying that all of the good information has been taken down. So when you do a search, you don't find it anymore. You're only finding all the stuff that they want you to, to find. So you- yes, and, and we have to be aware that the World Health Organization is examining all the conversations what we are doing. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what shall we do? Yeah. Whether we live one, two, or three years, <laughs> I don't care anymore. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I, I think I, I definitely believe there's a shift. And there's, there's, there's so many now after the six months of this lockdown that are on the fence that kind of realize, hey, there's something wrong here. And now they're starting to suffer as well. Because, I mean, if you were working in the bar industry, like they've closed the pubs in Ireland. They have a stupid law that you can open the pub, but you have to serve food. So you can't go in for a drink. You have to get food. I mean, yes. yeah, like the disease is so so good that it actually says, oh, he, he he's only drinking. I'll attack him, but he's having his dinner. So it's all good. Like if you look at the different laws that they've put in place for all around the world, it should make you wake up and realize this is not normal, you know, by putting the children in a little enclosed box, making them wear their masks. If you actually look at InfoWars done a test, they had a device for the carbon dioxide and it's toxic to you when you're wearing these masks. Yes. Start researching these things instead of listening to the media. And the more people that start turning off your television, stop looking at all these kind of gossip magazines, then you you can make a shift in the right direction because the more the more people on our side the better um sometimes i ask myself how is it possible to make these kind of stupid laws for example since i think on the first september in spain there will be laws that you have to wear the masks in the restaurant and that you are only allowed to put it to put it off when you eat so the so the, the restaurant owner they put if someone comes in the the first thing what they do they put bread on the table so that they can eat the whole time yeah which is completely insane and and the masks thing the mask thing is um, psychological trauma for the children because if they cannot see the face uh, the the person in front of you gets exchangeable. So you cannot establish an uh, emotional connection to the people in front of you. And um, this is, uh, this is, um, this is, uh, this is a trial to, yeah, to, to denume, to dehumanize us Definitely. without any emotions. This is, this is the only thing because it doesn't work the thing. In Germany, it's it's so it's so it's so insane. In Germany, the law says you have to wear the mask, um, although only if you are only if uh, if you are not allowed if if you have a, a test from from a medical from a medical point of view, you are not allowed to wear it, or if there are any other reasons that you are not allowed that you cannot wear it. Then you don't need to wear it because they they made the sentence so that no one can um, ask for for um, for payments because of the damage what what the mask did. So the so the government can say, well, we wrote to you if you have any reasons not to wear it, you didn't need to wear it. But on the other hand, 
they, they discussed yesterday the penalty of 150 or 150 euros if you don't wear it. I was talking to one of our mutual friends, Chris, because he's going to some demonstration tomorrow. And they were saying that if there's crowds of over 30, that they were going to have fines of 10,000. So like they're, they're coming up with all these different fines. And the same in Poland. They had big, huge fines if you didn't have your mask. But I, I've used that loophole where you can kind of say it's a medical reason you don't have to disclose. So I never wear a mask. But and actually, mo most people don't say, like, it's very rare that the odd time they'll refuse me in a, a cafeteria. They say, no, you must wear your mask. And I just refuse. And I just, I I'll just leave. I, you know, I won't comply. But, you know, it's, it's strange like, that uh, you can use that. You can use the documentation saying it's medical and you don't have to disclose it because it's confidentiality between the doctor. Yes. So the best thing is just know your laws and everyone. And even if it is something that you get from a doctor, we need more doctors that are against this to just be signing the, the paperwork for all people handing them out so that they can actually have so that they can if a police officer comes up to them that they have a piece of paper that says i i don't have to wear this mask and the more people that stop wearing it's a knock-on effect other people will look at it because as soon as the law changed because i i noticed even in poland they, they brought it in it was very harsh they closed all the parks they closed everything and then it eased off people that there was very few walking around with the mask on i'd say five percent but then it's kicked in again now and they're all wearing the masks there you have to wear it on the bus in the supermarket it's it's just i'm the only one that's maybe one other person the odd time that's not wearing a mask so yes. you know i just said don't don't complain and we actually you might just tell the people as well because at the start before we started recording you were just telling me about germany what they have we were trying to do to stop the 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 protests that are going to is it tomorrow that it's happening in germany in berlin it's tomorrow happening and now now we have the legal uh, we have the possibility to go to the demonstration and uh, i got the information i don't uh, this is but i cannot prove whether it's right or wrong I, um, that they wanted to that they had the intention to stop the buses or the 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 buses and the people driving to the demonstration on the autobahn and to stop also the trains this was uh, the information i uh, was given but uh, i can well, i have seen in ireland because last week there was a very good demonstration peaceful demonstration and they had a few places where they had barriers and the people just went along and threw the barriers out of the way and just walked past. And there's, you know, yeah, when they've got pepper spray and everything, I know there's the fair factor, but uh, like we, we, we outnumber the police and hopefully they'll start waking up and kind of get on the right side instead of being compliant. I was, um, there is a video in, on Telegram um, or an audio file on Telegram where from QAnon in Germany and they say that um, people from 14 countries will come to Berlin. Um, that, and uh, that, um, th that there is an airline which brings people from all over the world, it, also from Thailand, from Thailand to Germany in order to make the demonstrations. And uh, that they have stored, uh, that they have stored, uh, that they have rent flats in order to store food and water supply, and uh, that the and that the buses have the order not to drive back until the regime has changed. So they want to stay there for for days, and um, they want to get five million people, and uh, they will organize it like this: that they go in a circle, and when the end, 
of the demonstration at the in the beginning of the demonstration come together they sit down and nothing will go anymore in in, um, in berlin and then they want to work then they want to sit there until uh, something has happened and this is uh, this is what they try to do and um yeah uh and john f john f kennedy jr is today in berlin he is uh, discussing things with his um foundation and uh, the organizers of the um, of the demonstration have invited him and uh, but we don't know whether he will come or not this is what is what they will say maybe in the in the latest in the last minute okay well, we'll we'll keep we'll keep in contact and we'll find out what's going on and i can post people and everything so listen it's been fantastic you've given some good knowledge on the pharmaceutical industry which is what i wanted because that I want people to wake up to. So how can people get in contact with you? Um, I have um, my, my broadcast anchor FM, anchor.fm slash Hartmut slash Schumacher slash path. And uh, then from this uh, anchor, they can um, anchor, they can get uh, on my May on my landing page and then they can, uh, can get in contact with me. Okay. I'll put the, the link in you on the on the podcast description so people can uh, start following you. And we'll also get the, the video of uh, the from the it was 2011. I think it was in Warsaw that the, what you were. Yes. Yeah. So we'll put yes. that as well so people can actually yes. see, see, see it. And uh, put also the Internet profit, uh, the Internet homepage profit because they made an incredible job. And uh, interesting to notice that in this time, I don't know who is talking about this, but this is so foundational knowledge. It's very important to know this, that the people understand that this is only, yeah, I'm very careful, uh, that there were already a situation where um, the government was paid by the pharmaceutical industry for a regime change from a republic in a dictatorship. And this, um, and the funny thing is today, everyone gets the money official. <laughs> it's transparent and no one cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So listen, thank you very much for all you've shared. We'll be in contact. I'll keep people up to date with what's going on and uh, I appreciate thank you, it. Yeah. It was my pleasure talking to you. Thank, thank you. you. So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We've also got the speaking podcast and the meditation podcast that can be found on roycallin.com. We're on BitChute and YouTube. Be sure to give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. Until next week, take care. There's a time.